Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the main event of the evening. This podcast is scheduled for roughly 60 minutes, give or take a few. Now, introducing the principals. The man with the best beard in the business, Brian the Beast Eastlick. His tag team partner, Laura Abias, one and only true God King, Judge the Truth Die. They're the reigning, defending podcast tag team champions of the internet. I present to you, Things About Stuff. We're back. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We on it, on it. Yeah, we on it, on it. We're here to fuck shit up. No doubt. Give a fuck about your lifestyle. Oh, shit. Man, sorry we weren't here last week. We, uh... Well, had shit going on, man. We've been up to some shit, man. We love like non podcast shit. We want to be here. Sometimes you know, it just uh, doesn't work out. But we're back now. Yeah, we love to play around. We love to have a good time. But there's always someone who's like, "Hey, shouldn't you do something with your family?" It Especially is. around the holidays. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, "Okay." Guess I we'll guess. Take, guess we'll take time out of podcasting and do that. Jeez. Okay. Call. Ugh. Gosh. So shit, man. What you been up to since uh, we were together last time? Oh, man. Pretty much just laying low and kicking it with my with the little man. We uh, we did Sky Zone again. Nice with the trampolines and that. I do the a little bit of tramp action. Yeah, the last time we were there, they said I couldn't play dodgeball with the kids. And this last time, they said I could, so I went all out, man. You whooped some asses, huh? I did. Yeah, like my first three throws, they have a rule that, like, if you hit someone in the face. They get to stay in and you're out. In the first three throws I threw at kids, hit them straight in the face. Nice. Hard, too. So uh, I spent the rest of the game trying to dial it back, like hit them in the legs and stuff. <laughs> um, and gosh, dude I, dude, I don't know how many games we played, but uh, I finally got my throw dot dialed in the hitting kids in the legs just as they were throwing you know dang but yeah my first three throws to the other side i hit kids straight in the face and i did feel bad about it because i hit them <laughs> really hard <laughs> it was like i was going straight over the top just as hard as i could you're throwing luster pitches huh big mo pitches right at them yeah but then i started doing kind of like a sidearm thing trying to keep them low so it took a little while 
to get them on target, but then I did start hitting them in the legs and stuff. You take it, take their but, legs uh, out from underneath them ever? No, no, nothing, nothing that crazy. But I did mess my back up really bad because the areas in between the trampolines obviously don't bounce. Yeah. And when you're that high up in the air and you land somewhere that you don't bounce, it was like my lower back just shot up as my upper back was going down. It felt like it snapped into two pieces. My spine. Oh, shit. It felt like my spine snapped into two pieces. It was rough, but a lot of fun at the same time. Check it out, man. You know, I should. I should. I really haven't had my back checked out. Shit, I've been in a car accident since I've been to the chiropractor. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I, I'm sure I have some alignment issues. You gotta get that checked out, otherwise your tires are gonna go flat. Oh, yeah. Like on my car? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, that's two different things. My bad. Yeah, yeah, uh, my car though too, just notorious that uh the alignments out <laughs> front front passenger side tire has blown out on me twice, going forty plus miles an hour. That's dangerous. And that's a dude. That's a ride. That's a ride of your life, man. You go from, oh hey, I'm gonna make it to work on time to just spinning full speed down a highway you should probably use brakes to like stop it from spinning around uh, hey here's the thing though you don't push the when gas you're going, when it happens dude when you're going 45 miles an hour and your tire blows out there's not much you can do from uh, just accepting what's about to happen <laughs> You're going to spin around a lot. Whether or not you're on the gas or the brake, you're going to spin a lot. And uh, in one of them, I called into work and told them what happened. And they said, uh, so what time can you make it to work? <laughs> like, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I was just in a car accident, and I will not be at work today. <laughs> I'm going to do what's called take a day off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get this whole tire thing figured out. And, yeah, who knows how late for work I would have been. But at the point I would have got to work or home, yeah, forget about it. Forget about it, kid. I'm going home and... I'm going to be glad to be alive for a night, and I'll be back tomorrow. Maybe. I mean, maybe. <laughs> who knows how good the next tire is I put on. I, who knows? Who knows if uh, that job's worth it? Hey, at the time, that job was worth it. I did like that job. <laughs> I didn't like my boss, but I did like the job. Nice. But, yeah, I did. They told him I crashed my car, and I thought that lady was out of her mind when she said, well, what time can you get here? Like, no, I was in a car accident. I crashed my car. I'm not coming to work. 
I'm flustered. I can't go to work. <laughs> My nerves are shitty shot. I can't imagine going to work after that. I mean, you're talking 45 miles an hour. Front tire blows out, and you go spinning like that. Oh my gosh, Maya! I mean, that's what that's what it, it's a one of the rides of my life was forty five going, and then down the road thinking I could die. This could end up in death. Um, I had my back driver's side tire blow out on me once. But it didn't spin me around. Yeah, the front ones definitely have something to do with the direction you're going. Yeah. They'll spin you. The back right ones round, were... baby it's right sound... round. It sounded like a like a helicopter was right over me, like And I was like, fuck. So and I like um I think because I was we were close to work. Um, we called and told him, and we still got docked time. Or we not docked time, but we still got. Um, I think we got written up for it for being late. And I'm like, I I'd have thrown a fit, dude. Donut on my fucking car out there in the parking lot. It was a fucking. It was a like a factory job. Not. I don't really consider it a factory like work, but it's along that type of fucking work. The industrial maintenance type shit where I had to fucking you sprayed water off of shit. Combust, you, you sprayed combustible dust off of shit with a fucking hose. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, sounds fucked up. But yeah, we were like, we're like oh hey, we're going to be on time, but uh, we're changing this tire. And they're like, okay, get here when you can. And then I was like, we got there and they're like, alright, we'll sign these papers because... You were late. I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Shit like this never happens ever. We want to take a walk out to my car and see my donut on there and then see the tire that's in the trunk. Nah, man, that's the, uh, and that's what has me dreading getting a job for the winter months. Is just all the bullshit. The people who feel like, okay, you're docked a point for that. They're like, dude, I almost crashed my car. But you have to work with those types of people. Mm -hmm. And I do not do well with a job employee, like boss employee type of uh, relationship. To me, it's like we're two human beings. I do more work than you do. You can talk to me like a human being. And if you don't, I'm going to be boisterous about it. I'm going to. And if there's any other employees or customers around, they're going to get to sit in on <laughs> you look like a dickhead while I very calmly tear you to shreds. I've done it. Over and over again, I've lost jobs over it, but I don't care. I do more work than you just because you have a title that's above me. I don't I don't see that. I don't identify as that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we need to speak face-to-face, eye-to-eye, man-to-man, or man-to-woman. 
You don't need to use your title to be like, to like talk down to me. Yeah, that bugs me so bad, and I will not let it go. When it happens, my blood starts to boil, and I make it an issue out of things that don't need to be an issue, and I do it. I do it, I get fired, and I love it. <laughs> so you're addicted to getting fired. No, I just hate people talking down to me, man. Oh, yeah. I just hate people turning their nose up and being like, oh, my gosh, oh, this and that, and uh, attendance points and this and that. And the other thing is like, hey, guy or girl, (laughs) how about you talk to me like a person? How about you talk to me like like a fellow human? How about we actually have this out instead of, oh, yeah, la, 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 la. yeah. Fuck you. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I've, uh, I don't know. I don't know if really if I've ever been like, I'm trying to think of times where I've quit or sometimes I just don't, I just don't tell them I quit. That's one of my fun little games that I'd like to do. <laughs> yeah, I did that one time. Car lot in Centerville. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, but that was, I was on salary. I worked six days a week. And I was on salary for so many dollars a week. But I got paid every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the flu. I was sick as fuck. Uh, I made it back to work. I get my paycheck. And I found out that they withhold, they withheld more money than I would make per hour. Oh shit! I missed I missed two days of work, and at the end of the week they had withheld so much money. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa what the fuck is this? Because I didn't think when you're on salary, if you miss days, and I only missed two. I thought if you miss days, you still got paid because you're on salary. That's what salary means. Right. Which means salary that, also means that you could work outside of those 40 hours and not get paid for those, you know, 10 extra hours. Right. Yes. And that happens sometimes. I'd have learn- to stick around and do shit trying to sell cars. But I did the math, found out they withheld more payment than I would have made in that time that I missed. And I brought it up to my boss, and I asked him, am I being paid salary or hourly? hourly. Salary or hourly. And he looked out the window. He walked away, went into his office, and he shut the door. So I grabbed up my stuff. I walked out to my car, and I left. The next day, I got a text from him asking where I was at. The next day, I got another text from the kid in finance. He asked if I was in the hospital. And then, yeah, I got nothing from them after that. But yeah, I just walked away from that job. Like, that's my thing is, I, it, dude, I let people walk all over me so much that when it comes to something like that it's like 
I'm gonna avoid any sort of conflict and just walk away from it. Um, like I thought it was bullshit. I knew it was bullshit, so I just I went back to Albia and was like, I'll get a different job. I was working at a for a um, whole whole or um, the wholesale place. So like they basically they get the groceries and they load up the trucks and they take them to these different grocery stores, right? So, um, I'm working there, right? And I just absolutely hated it, right? So I worked there probably for like how oh, good two months, and uh, like I I wasn't great at the job either. But like, uh, you know, the good thing that I got out of that job was I bought my PlayStation Two when I worked there. So I oh, nice bought the PlayStation Two and some games, but um. Just one, you know, I left one Friday and never showed up. And uh, about a month later, they called and asked me, like, hey, are you going to come to work? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I was I was in high school, though. So, like, I like I was I, I was working the I was working the I was working as just like a just a worker. But they, they're like, hey, you got to come to work. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I will not be attending your your place of employment any longer and i i worked in the hottest place at that place it was where all the like the dry groceries were like the like the chips and all that crap and candy and it was like yeah i hated it it was hot as hell in there and if there was overtime we always had to work overtime and and we were all we were um we were timed, like so. Like, an order was supposed to take fifteen minutes. We had to get we had to get it done in fifteen minutes or less, and going through you know twenty seven twenty some odd aisles it was just I hated it. So I did not go back. Did not give two weeks notice. <laughs> hey, respect, man. Um, someone told or I was reading something somewhere that says um. I was talking about how this guy, he had worked at like six jobs and um, every job that he worked at, he gave a two week notice and he was, he was let go um, early during those two weeks. So he's like, the point of this is that everyone's easily replaceable. So like if, if there's something like going on with your family or something like that, paid more attention to that than this stupid job. Yeah. Which is, I think should be always everyone's main priority should be your family, friends and stuff like that. I dude, I've lost, I've lost more jobs to, uh, T-ball in baseball games than anything else. They're like, you have to ask for time off. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't give you that time off. And then I'll say something like, well, I'm not going to be here. And then when I'm not there, I'll go to my boy's game, whatever it is. And then when I come back, they give me papers saying that I'm no longer an employee. (laughs) They're like, okay. Uh Hey, my bad. (laughs) Hey, 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 you know what? I'm sorry. That some things are important to me. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Get someone 
who doesn't have a child, who doesn't have a life outside of this place, who's willing yeah. to work as hard as me, and hire that guy or girl. I hate guy it. or girl. Get them. I hate get how, them to do it. Yeah, you know, best of luck to you. I hate how some places they want you to be all like, they want you to put like your blood, sweat, and tears into it, and then like basically get nothing out of it like you should be grateful that you work here oh my gosh that bugs me dude <clears throat> nah you know it's... he hate it like it like i'm gonna wear the company underwear <laughs> and make nothing like get out of here yeah get out of here yeah i was um the last um and i'm the last one of the last places that i quit um I didn't give a two week notice. Actually, it was just they were texting me one day. They're like, "Hey," because um, I just got done student teaching, so I was like getting into. I was gonna be working as a sub, so like, like as soon as I had just, I was, I had, the, I had all my paperwork in to graduate. I had, you know, everything was good to go, and I was gonna be starting to sub in January, and um, I was working as a bartender, and uh, the the head like she was like the they called it, it wasn't she wasn't like she was the head of the bar and the restaurant <clears throat> and she texted me she's like hey um we're gonna need you work um christmas eve and then you're gonna have we're, we want you to come in and um help serve the the christmas meal and i go no because i go i'm gonna spend time with my family on christmas eve and my mom worked at the same place too. Like we're both, we're both working. We're both have family stuff we're doing on Christmas Eve. We always do our stuff on Christmas Eve. And um, I'm like, I told you this at the beginning of December. And uh, she's like, Well, I don't have anything in writing. I go, I wrote it down on a on a piece of printer paper. I go, I gave you three days that three days that I needed off in December. And, um, so I gave, she, um, she's like, I don't have it. So I don't think he did. And, uh, so I basically, she, she goes, I need you to work these. I need you to work those two days. I go, I'm not going to be there. And she just goes, you're not going to have a job. And I go, okay, that's fine. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so you're telling me I don't show up. I don't have to come back. Sweet. <laughs> she got, she, so she said, she, she was, she's like, is that really how you want it to be? Blah, blah, blah. And I go, I, I go, that's the way you're putting it. Yeah. And she's just texting me. I'm doing Christmas shopping at Kohl's. So like I'm in this, I think I got some, actually, I got some cool Cubs gear. I think that's where I got my, um, I think that's where I got I got you that picture of Bryant and Rizzo. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's but, nice, yeah. dude. <laughs> but yeah, you're on a whole nother level of. <laughs> yeah, I, like I didn't give a fuck. I was in a good mood. I was doing Christmas shopping, and they they were texting me back and forth. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna come back. So if and then the so the chef he started texting me because me and him got along really well. He goes, oh, I'd hate for you to quit, you know. Well, we really need people out here, you know, helping and stuff like that, especially this holiday season. He goes, I, you know, I don't get to spend much time with my family around the holidays and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. I go, I go I'm sorry, man, but I got kids, and I'm not going to, you know, mess up, you know, memories of Christmas because I had to go work at a fucking a dinner at a damn resort. 
for a bunch of people that are eating there with their families and they don't give a fuck that I'm not with my family. They're just worried about eating their fucking ham and shit like that. And you know, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And he's like, Oh yeah, dude, if you're not in a career position or something like that, it's like, what am I doing? What am I, what am I doing here? Even if it's a career position there, I'm not, even if it's a career position, I don't think you should be sacrificing things over your family, spending time with them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, I agree with you at that point, but the only way you would miss a Christmas or something like that would be like a huge opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to further your career or make you tons of money to where next Christmas is like anything we want. This, <laughs> that, a bigger house, this, and you know what I mean? 72 Shit inch like screens that. for your, for your I'm bedroom. Not gonna, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to serve uh, dinner plates and not be at be there on Christmas morning. Because what sucked was... Because I'm I... serving, you know, fucking minute steak to... I, bitch asses because you know? uh, well, and it's kind of like what made me because i worked that thanksgiving i worked that thanksgiving and helped um because i was i'm i'm really good with customer service that's what i kind of did for most of my life before i you know went to school so i was pretty good with it so i was a i was a server for the thanksgiving dinner and just all these people that were just you know, with their families and stuff. I was like, man, I should be with my family, you know, right now. I shouldn't be here. And the tips weren't that fucking great. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to be here for Christmas. And they, by God, they tried to make me work it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I was, I was fed up with, um, the staff that I was working with. <laughs> the, the uh, I had one good friend that I worked with, and I enjoyed working with him. That's what one of the main things I didn't quit right away for. He he started texting me after after I quit, and he was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" <laughs> I told him the whole thing. He's like, "That's awesome! That's so cool!" He's like, "It's gonna suck not having you there, but you know, yeah. great for you, man." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Fuck that!" But speaking of spending time with family, though this is a really great transition to what the other thing we we're going to talk about. Oh, well, let me talk about what I've also been up to since, you know, we've been apart. Um, wrestling season started again, or has started, you know, up, you know, started up in November on the 18th. And I'm one of the, Damn, vol- one of the volunteer coaches there. I work with the heavyweights and stuff like that. And the heavier guys, anywhere from about 195 to two or 195 to about heavyweight. I work with a lot of those guys. So. Do you ever remind them of your cage time? No, I don't really. Ever <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them have found out about it. They they look, like, you know, they'll look you up on Facebook and stuff. And uh, I've get I get some, randomly sometimes my um, my Facebook page for my MMA stuff, like my MMA. I don't even like paying attention to it that much, but it'll be like, hey, <laughs> Brian the Beast Eastlick. Um, has received eight new views and I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And it's always like, it's always like after I've subbed somewhere or like, 
when I like at the beginning of coaching or beginning of like wrestling season, the kids look me up. I'm like, yeah. yeah. They can look me up no. on uh, on uh, they got my record still on Sure Dog. I still I believe. I think it says I'm three and one, but my actual record's like four and one. Nice. Now these kids that you're coaching though, is your fist the side of their, the size of their skull? <laughs> Uh, like of, it is to you and me right now. <laughs> <laughs> some of them, you know, they're they're pretty big, you know, big guys too. So, but I've, I you, figure I've got... as much. But I feel like most kids <laughs> wrestling, if you showed them your fist, it's about the size of a a normal kid's skull. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Nah, but I I rough them up a bit because I still you know I still get in there and mix it up. Cause there's not a lot of kids that are like heavyweight, like so I have to wrestle with the heavyweight most of the time. Yeah, and, and I, heavyweight's kind of a different style from yeah. the rest of the wrestling. Yeah, there's like the hand game and yeah, it's the pummeling, like a lot of pummeling, getting in, getting um, getting good ties and getting good um, position with you know hands to. Sometimes you got like, cause I don't wrestle like a normal heavyweight. I'll shoot like I'll shoot shots like. Not like basketball, but I'll like I'll do shot. I'll I'll take shots like you know single leg, double leg, um, stuff like that. You know, wild turkey, Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's 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 after that's on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say that wouldn't make you a better wrestler. <laughs> I know there's a few wrestlers. Well, out weekends there. we're talking. A few, okay. a few, um, you know, a few wrestlers. After they have a few drinks, they all want to wrestle at the bar. So, yeah, I've seen wrestling at the bar, man. You yeah, when I wrestled, I was a little. Go. I was so little, man. Do you just let it go when you're a bartender? You let the wrestling go, or you go, hey guys, come on, come on now. I just let it go, man. <laughs> there was a time at the country club when two cops were wrestling each other, and I just. I had no idea how to manage the situation. I figured just let them do it. Because they weren't, like, angry wrestling. They were just competitively wrestling each other. So I just let that go. I I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> they were definitely two different weight classes of wrestlers, <laughs> which made it very, very interesting. Jesus. Uh... But, yeah, I didn't... Yeah, I didn't step in on that. If it was a fight fight, I usually try and insert myself and be like, hey, not here, man. Not here. Not cool, dude. Not like cool. insinuating that as soon as you get outside, you could go fight again. You not, can fight on the sidewalk, just not in not here while in I'm working. Here. <laughs> yeah. I like to insert myself and be like, hey, 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 not here. Not here. Like, wink, wink not here and then i would they go love to see this shit outside that that and there's not a whole lot of times that people don't know who i am and are like you know what you're good shit i will fight on the sidewalk <laughs> just because i liked your dad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your dad was cool i'll go fight this guy outside. on the sidewalk <laughs> And then I get to serve drinks inside and act like I don't know what's going on outside. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. One time um, when I was working at uh, one of the f lovely establishments here in A-Town, uh, 
a bunch A-town of town what? Fucking left beer cans outside. Oh yeah. So I was cleaning up and the cops show up. I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, hey, um, yeah, you, you might want to clean up outside. They're not supposed to have beer outside and shit like that. And they're like, you're, cause can't you get in trouble for that shit? Or the bar gets in trouble or what? Uh, not for it, someone drinking outside. Like open container is pretty much on them. On them. As far as I know, I mean, I hope not, because that does happen. I mean, it happens a lot that people get like, you know, fuck the law, man. I'm getting fucked up. And it's like, I mean, you on a Friday night? It, yeah. <laughs> I, that's a quote from me, <laughs> obviously. But I don't know. I think open container on the sidewalk will get that person in trouble instead of the bar. But uh, there are so many instances where they can come up, come inside and then fuck up the bar. Yeah. As far as the law goes. Yeah. I don't know. He said something. I was like, all right, I'll clean it up. And then, you know, I quit that job like two weeks later. (laughs) Respect, dude. Respect. I've, I I think I've quit every bar job I've ever had. Said fuck it. Yeah, last winter, uh, I went uptown to bartend, and this time around, I'm thinking maybe Dollar General. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I was so burnt out on being up there, and. Just all the the drama, the this, the that, the small town stuff really wears on you. Instead, when you're when you're all the time in it, it's like, oh my gosh, guys. So uh, you, instead of seeing it on Facebook, you got to see it live. Yet yeah, live, and people fighting each other. And it's you got like, to you got to reply to that shit right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, hey guys, we're all trying to have sex. Why don't we just <laughs> calm down? Why don't we just calm down and talk to a lady as if she's a lady? <laughs> and we'll all find the one for us. <laughs> the random sleut that will. I told that to Sam uh, one of the last times we had a show in Albia. Uh, uh, his girlfriend. I won't say her name, but still his girlfriend. Uh, very cool. Very cool. Very, very pretty. Uh, she comes out to the show. We go uptown afterwards. Uh, but before we went uptown, we're still out of the country club. We're hanging out, talking. Uh, Sam says something like, she's not going to have anyone to talk to. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I told her she didn't have to come, but she wanted to come, so she's here. And I said, well, dude, anyone up at the bar over the age of 30 is just trying to fuck. So she'll have someone to talk to. <laughs> Not cool, dude. <laughs> Not cool. I imagine that's what he said. It, he said something like that, but I remember Dangler. 
was <laughs> laughing his ass off. Like, I can't believe you said that. Is <laughs> <laughs> that the show that had uh, Tommy on it? Tommy, yeah. yeah. Dude, Tommy Morgan Jr. crushed so hard that night. Oh. So fucking hard, I, man. I loved his opener. His opener was... I look like a guy that has a lot of opinions about Batman, <laughs> and I do. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said, uh, "Dude, he said, uh, uh, I'm all for building the wall between Albia and Des Moines, <laughs> as long as you're going to keep sending us your Sam Hershocks. I want that wall built." <laughs> Because I don't mind when you send your judge dies. He goes, I, I've saved at least $35 pawning him off on homeless people. Because <laughs> he'll talk to them. <laughs> and give them money and shit. He's crazy. But yeah, that was like his first five minutes of his act. <laughs> yeah, dude, because that lefties, those, those homeless yeah, people Tommy come right... So- they come right up to the the back area where everybody's smoking and shit. And just Dude, it was worse when we didn't have the back patio. We had to go out front. And then we were really confronted with homeless and different types of people. Mm. Uh, that was the first time uh, a guy come up to me. I had I had no idea what to do. You got the barber shop next door. This fucking hoopty pulls up, and all you can hear is that like, and he gets out, uh, and he's dapping everybody up and shit like that. He comes over while I'm smoking a cigarette, and this guy did this over and over again. This wasn't an isolated incident. He'd come up to me and be like. So what you telling jokes tonight? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try and do five minutes. He goes, "You ain't, you ain't never made le- me laugh, man. You ain't never made me laugh." Like, well, have you ever come in and watch us do our thing? And he's like, "Nah, man. What you trying to smoke a blunt?" And he'd pull it out of his jacket, like out of nowhere, blunt. And then we'd smoke in front of lefties. <laughs> It'd be high as fuck. And he never did come in and watch us do our thing. He just, <laughs> that was, yeah. He just wanted to smoke in front of lefties, huh? Yeah, he'd just intimidate the smallest white person in front of the place. Get him to smoke a blunt. And then, uh. I think he just left. <laughs> I don't know. That's his Tuesday night. It's like, I'm going to find a white guy to smoke this with. Yo, I'm going to roll up on the smallest of them. I'm going to see if he wants to smoke. Could be worse. It could be like uh, fucking, you ever heard the Crusher tell the story about meeting, uh, to- or not, um, not Tommy Morgan, but um, oh, the fucking guy from Silent Live, um, Tracy Morgan. Oh yeah. He goes. He said. He started. Um, he he's like, oh, you want to go smoke? And he's like, I figured it was like, you know, weed or something. And then he goes. Uh, he goes. Hey, so we started smoking this this what I thought was weed, and it tasted real funny. And he's like, 
Tracy Morgan's like, oh, man, I didn't know you smoked Sherm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but apparently he goes, he thought he was, he was, he was smoking that and probably wasn't, but he was freaking out. <laughs> Tracy. Yeah. He's like Tracy Morgan. He said another comedian. He's like Tracy Morgan just does that. He's like he tries to get he tries to freak people out. But uh, he's like what was weird was like he didn't even tell me what it was. He just it was like you know usually if you're gonna do that you tell someone. But yeah, I feel like uh, this guy who used to come up and do that. I think he was trying to sell weed. Oh, so he. So you. I feel like he felt like. You know, I'll give him a sample, and then he's going to want a bag. And at the time, I'm like, nah, I, no, it, nah, I, nah. I got to go back inside. I'm <laughs> I'm up pretty soon. I can't. Uh, sorry, guy. But he was the same one. He was like, I'm going to go sign up. I'm going to be the weed man. The weed man. Yeah, I'm going to go up there, and I'm going to tell him I'm the weed man. Sam comes outside, right? And I go, hey, man, you should tell Sam your bit. Hey, Sam, he's thinking about going up tonight. Tell him your bit. He goes, yo, I'm the weed man. (laughs) And Sam's like, yeah? He goes, yeah, I'm the weed man. Sam's like, well, I feel like you shouldn't really pigeon toe yourself into, like, he's talking all serious and shit like this guy's actually gonna go up and try to tell jokes as the weed man Jeez. that's all he had <laughs> Dude, i was dying laughing because sam's being serious and this guy just keeps going i'm the weed man <laughs> oh shit oh fuck goodness sakes but I know I was going to transition into something and then uh, forgot that uh, we got onto a different subject. But, uh, we, uh, we, we had a family get together this uh, Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Be last night. Uh, yeah, we, had a, we have what's called the go-around. It's where typically my father reads... Twas the night before Christmas, and uh, your grandma buys a bunch of random gifts throughout the year, right? Wraps them up. She yeah. brings them over to you know my aunt Chris's house, and um, there's usually about like what, like forty, fifty gifts in there. Gotta be. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, they're usually a she weird. has a, she has the little ones in mind, like stuff that they would yeah. like, but then just goofs. Yeah, and. uh so we, we everybody gets a gift. I think we had around fifteen people, um, and I think we did it like two or three times. We did it, we did it three times because we did the uh, what we do with the go around is we read the Twas the Night Before Christmas. Usually my dad does it. My dad was not there this year, so I had to step in, take nice. the old man's place. So I yes, found sir. a version of it on the internet. Read it every time we say the word and. You pass the present to in in, a, in one direction. So the first time we did it, we passed them all to the right or to the left. We did it all to the left, and then the next time we did it all to the right, and then um, so yeah. Every, and then when the story's over, whatever present you have in your lap, you open. And um, yeah, I got um, 
But yeah, then you can trade and shit. Yeah, you can trade after you open it. You can trade with people. Like, um, I got a bunch of chocolates, um, when I, with mine, but my son wanted these, um, these, um, like, Cubs playing cards and, uh, like, goofy shades or whatever. There were Cubs. So I traded my Aunt Chris, who's a notorious lover of chocolate. She had the, she had the Cubs thing, so I traded her the chocolate for the Cubs things. Gave him the, the Cubs things to my son. But I also... In that package, she had um, a um, pocket knife or a, a, a switchblade knife. It's not a switchblade knife. It's a switchblade comb. Got a comb. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I got a, I got a switchblade comb that I can comb my beard with. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was the first round, and then what did I get the second round? Oh, the second round, I got that fucking uh, that jacket, that fucking plaid jacket. Yeah. Last year, I got the plaid jacket. It's like a smoker's jacket. It is. <laughs> it's nice. like, they're dope jackets. It's cool, but it's they're like they're not a... made for people your size. <laughs> no, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but I put it on. But about each year, there's a real nice smoker's jacket in the mix. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I was wearing it, dude. I, it was a little. It's it's not so much. It's like my sh- the shoulder area. My shoulders are fucking wide because I've got just broad shoulders. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> someone, yeah, abnormal some, shoulder area. Someone goes, yeah, if you lose some weight, you could wear that. Like, I don't think the weight's the problem. I think <laughs> these broad-ass shoulders are <laughs> what, what are preventing me from enjoying this jacket. <laughs> Yeah, even if you were skinny, you your shoulders would just be deeper in the arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm holding most of my weight is my shoulders. But nah, we did that, we did too, too wide for normal jackets. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because like when I go to when I go buy jackets, my um around my like torso, <clears throat> you know, is like. It's got plenty of room, but my shoulders are like, better stay wide. <laughs> yeah. So I look like an abnormally large person sometimes. Like It's extra- almost like if you were to try and stuff your head down the arm of a jacket, you have two of those with your <laughs> own head sticking out the top. <laughs> like you're suffocating your own shoulder. <laughs> Pretty much. That's why they're so swole. I'm looking at them right now. Your top, the tops of your arms look like they could talk to me, <laughs> like they have their own faces and shit. I, I should have, I should have done with my tattoos. Has got like two faces. There, yeah, <laughs> yeah like uh, fucking sorcerer's stone. <laughs> yeah, some Harry Potter shit. Yeah, <laughs> when I flex, the mouth moves. Oh shit! Uh, Yellow Wolf has faces tattooed on his body oh shit i forget who they are but i remember he has faces on tattooed on his body damn i mean i technically i've got faces but like i got those uh, spartan warriors on my leg they're life size yeah yeah <laughs> three life-size spartan warriors on your calf muscles <laughs> true story my calves are probably as big as my arms i'd say that I haven't seen before. I, I've never seen anyone with calves that big. Yeah. To so. tattoo three people on them. 
There's actually more than three Spartans on there, but well, they're they're prove me wrong. <laughs> I mean, there's a uh, yeah. I've got like <laughs> three's a lot. I'll say that three's a lot. So I've got tat. I've got like on my one leg. I've got a like a like Spartan Sp- like a Spartan like tribute to that leg, and it's got um. It's got like um, there's like four or five warriors that kind of go around my calf, but not all the way in the back. It's like the front of my calf, and I've got like a Spartan warship on there too. And uh, but yeah, yeah, the boat fits on there. The too. boat fits on there. Brag about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which there are actually technically um, there looks like there it looks like there's warriors on the on the boat too. So, jeez, Louise. I know, right? calves for days i know man because <laughs> um, my my um i've talked to my tattoo artist and i haven't got i haven't got a tattoo in like i'd say probably like two years uh yeah two years i think 2016 was the last time i got a tattoo yeah dude i'd say or no, it was 2017 shortly after or maybe it was 2016 2016 2017 it's been a couple of years yeah I'd say I haven't got a tattoo for about 27 years. <laughs> I got no ink, man. Oh. I do know, though, if I ever caught someone between my calf and my thigh, I could choke someone out real bad. That's the strongest part of my body. <laughs> I got them soccer muscles, dude. Damn. I can kick you in the head, or I can get you down. I get you in that that knee area. Choke someone out real fast. Like you're like a boa constrictor. Oh, yeah, yeah. One snake, two snake, (laughs) three snake. (laughs) Hell, get it. Go ahead. Oh shit! <laughs> nah, we we but we had to go around. Then we did something kind of new this year where we um, I don't know what they called it, but you basically draw numbers. It's like a Yankee swap. Yankees. That's what they call it—a Yankee swap, where you can pick something out of the middle, or you can like everybody picks like number one. Obviously, has to pick a present out of the middle, open it up, and then so then number two can pick the number one's present or they can get a new present out of the middle and it goes all the way until the end. And the, and basically the person at the end has, they can pick one of anybody else's, you know? Yeah. But we all pick new gifts. Yeah. We all pick new gifts. Cause I think I, th- I threw out the threat of violence and nobody, yeah. <laughs> nobody wanted anything to do with it. Um, so yeah, my daughter, my, my, the the my brat child she was the first one to to draw and she got a, a pup a stuffed puppy dog and i go anybody takes that away from my daughter i'm gonna snap your neck yeah. <laughs> and they go they go whoa violence and and our our uncle steve i don't know if you'll call him uncle steve he's yeah my uncle steve that was i think that was the highlight of the whole thing because i hadn't got uh I hadn't got around to spending any time with him. Yeah. Since, because uh, he was locked up for. Did hard time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he come out, 
and he hung out with us, and he had to go back to Des Moines, but he hung out for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, and I was so glad, so glad to hang with him. Uh, I wasn't the only die there that night. <laughs> and that's, uh, that was a highlight for me, was getting to spend time with him. Because, uh, his girlfriend was the one that on was top like, of being he's such a he is a great guy and everything and he's so funny yeah dude. he he's one of those that it's hard to breathe yeah if you get listening to him it's hard to breathe he's so funny he and rem- I, I love that about him I hate that it had taken so long before I got to spend any time with him but very very glad to see him i was glad he hung out as long as he did you know who he reminds me of again he was hilarious all night you know who he reminds me of with how he's so quick quick with stuff who's that theo vaughn he reminds me of theo vaughn because like he just says whatever's on his mind if he has something to come back he's like boom it's just right there boom 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 he's always going back and forth with somebody (laughs) Me and him, so that was the main point we were gonna bring up here. He about. was he's so goofy, but so fucking funny, man. Mm-hmm. Uh and I feel like that's uh, he embodies that die trait. Where I, I don't know, I don't feel like I'm as funny as like, like him and Ricky are. Yeah, but those guys. If they hit Steve and Ricky, they're brothers, but they are the funniest people I've ever met. Like the, they're the only people I've ever been around who, when they get on a roll, you can't even breathe. <laughs> they're so fucking funny. You can't think of something to come back with, like to, like also as, try and be as, funny as because good as they're. Them. Yeah, right. You can't come up with anything because they're so funny. You laugh so hard you can't even breathe. Well, I, those the thing guys is, are is like you can't ama- even. You can't even awesome. If you say something funny, you can't keep up with how funny they are because they'll you'll say something, then they say something right back. You might have something, and then they got something, and yeah. it's just like they they're always boom, boom, boom with it, and you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying is like. You get laughing at the one thing, and he says another thing, and you get laughing again. They say another thing, and you're not making any noise. What yeah. are those laughs? Like, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> me and Steve had your grandma and Jody rolling when we were playing cards. Because I was, I was trying to keep up with him, but I couldn't do it. But he, we, were, we had them about cracking up because we were, we were just talking back and forth. And then eventually I couldn't do it as good as he could. And I was like, I just had to give up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we, yeah, that was the other thing we did was we played, we played pitch after, after we got done playing, um, after we got done playing or doing the, the Christmas go around. So that was, always, that was fun. I got, I got partnered up with Steve. So <laughs> play some pitch. Yeah. He, he got crazy with it, man. He was, he was pretty crazy with the pitch. Oh, uh, dude, you could tell that uh, behind bars he had played some pitch. <laughs> he was uh, he was uh, moves ahead of everybody. Oh yeah, but even me and him were um, 
Me and him were, um, I'm trying to think of. Remember when he said that they used to play games to 100? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, whether he's serious or not, I thought it was funny. But then to think that, you know, Cause that's he said probably it, what they had enough time to do. Because he, he said it in a serious manner, too. I <laughs> yeah. believed him. I was like, shit. He said he loved, they played a lot of spades. They played a lot of, or was it hearts? I think he, he said, said spades. He said spades. Because then I said you can't call him that anymore. <laughs> and it kind of made a, <laughs> it kind of made for a whole thing. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then spades and huckabuck, huckabuck, no huckabuck. Bigger. He was talking that up, and I yeah. don't know that I've played huckabuck. Uh, you might have. It's just like pitch, but instead of um, instead of bidding on like um, if you know how when you bid, you bid in like hearts or diamonds, and you got to yeah. take so many tricks like high, low, jack, game. And this one, you're just seeing how many um like tricks you can pull in so you know like if you let out the ace of diamonds and then like um you scoop those those group of cards that's one trick so if you 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 bid on how many hands you think you can take so like you might bid three you get five cards and you bid on you can bid up to five shooting the moon dude i feel like you can you can try all night to explain how to play a game. Yeah. The only but way... you can pick it up if you actually play yeah. it. You can pick it up in 10, 15 oh, yeah. minutes. You wouldn't even... Otherwise, we can explain it all night. I mean, I think but you, yeah, could, you could pitch. Pick... is one of those where you can take all night to try and explain how to play oh, it. Oh, yeah. But if you just play the game, Cause... you'll start to figure it out. Yeah, it's... Yeah. And, um, yeah, I played a lot. We played a lot. Like... We played a lot. I played a lot differently than I usually play. <sighs> Playing pitch last night when I was with Steve because he would bid on a lot of things, so I would just bid too. I'd be like, "All right, well, I got, I got th- three diamonds. I got a queen, a jack, and a deuce. <laughs> so I guess I'm bidding too, Steve." <laughs> yeah, when he said anything looks like a moon, shoot it. He's <laughs> 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 like, "Okay, game on, man." <laughs> Let's go. So I think we played about, I think they played like five or six games, like because we had to rotate in, and um, so we did that. We played a lot of, we played a lot of pitch, and then everybody left. And it was me and you left. Well, yeah, I lost two when I was playing with his mom, yeah. Denise, and it, she's the exact opposite, very conservative. Yeah, I had to bid on something if yeah. we were gonna bid on anything. Yeah, but. When we took on the host of the night, mm-hmm. I remember you talked mad shit. Mad shit. I told because asked uh, if they were sure that we, they didn't want to uh, draw for partners. Yeah, because I had them all draw. I, I thought we would draw for partners. Of course, we're talking about my aunt Chris and Jody, and uh, they're they're like the the my uncle Joey really wanted to play cards because I think you know he loves playing cards, so. Um, He's like, oh, you guys gonna stick around and play some cards? Oh, yeah, I'll play some cards. You know, judge can give me a ride home because you know I had brought my wife and kids, so um, they went home and then we stayed after. And Joey really wanted to play some cards, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
so we, we so I go, do you want to draw for partners? And he goes, oh, I thought it would just be me and Chris versus you and Judge. And I go, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> you <laughs> sure you want to do that? Talked a bunch we of got, shit, dude. We got good chemistry, you know. We we do have a podcast together. And he's like, and he just started laughing. He's and then he taught, he said that to my aunt Chris, and she's like. She's like, oh, yeah, whatever. They oh, thought- and she got really serious right off the bat, too. Oh, yeah. Like, no, we're going to bury you guys. And they did bury us the first game. The first game, yeah, the first we game, did. First game was was terrible for us. And I was like, shit, this could, this might not be good for us. We talked. I talked a big game. You didn't. <laughs> you just kind of sat there and was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that first game, we lost – negative five to 11 <laughs> and then um because what i i went i went three on a good hand i think i had like ace deuce and like a 10 and they got jack and game so <laughs> we went set three well no then... that's what i think you did when you bid uh i ended up getting pitched out yeah the you... next hand so pitched I out bid. means you you didn't have any cards, so you had to you had to yeah fold you don't have in. the uh, the suit that you lead with yeah you have to have the suit that leads with for pitch. So when you bid, I get pitched out. The next hand I bid, you get pitched out. <laughs> yeah, so, so then we were way in the hole way right the off hole. the bat. <laughs> It had no traction to catch up. No, and then they they were getting. I think they got cocky then, and then oh, they were they were shitting on his heart <laughs> about <laughs> talking so much shit. <laughs> and then we proceeded to um, run train on the next three games. Yes, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I think it was three in a row. Three in a row. Then we lost one to them, and then Joey's like, "Well, we gotta at least you know play one more game to see if we can tie." And yeah, if Chris we tie, is like, gotta... "I'm going to bed. This is bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> so after we won that, he's like, "Well, if we tie it, we gotta have a tiebreaker game." And then we end up shitting on him in the fourth game. <laughs> we... And then that that game that we lost to, we only lost like what we had nine points, and then they end up sneaking out the back door, didn't they? Yeah, I think uh, it right, we could have won out and went set, and then they caught us. Yeah. Uh, but then I think we played another one after that to go yeah, ahead. Because we, cause we lost the first one real bad. <laughs> yeah, then Chris we... kept saying, okay, this is for sure the last one, and we would keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we, we lost the first one, won three in a row, lost one, then won again, and she's like, no, I'm done. <laughs> done, yeah. <laughs> We, uh, yeah, and then they're like, don't be posting this on Facebook because we're going to deny it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, private message me. <laughs> private message me. Ugh, life is so hard. Why can't things go my way? What's the matter, girl? Then just don't answer. That's, that's how Facebook <laughs> yeah. works. You, 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 you post something really vague about life being tough or how, you know, you're so fed up with shit then someone goes what's the matter and then you just don't respond or you hit him with the hey call me or hey text me hey message me oh yeah and with uh i like to tell him and like our uh chris works with uh she works with younger girls and stuff like that 
so she knew all the lingo and stuff like stuff <laughs> yeah it was just it was so funny man i mean we were laughing non-stop all night with the jokes here jokes there uh and then their son is 18 years old now which blows my mind he's he's a but he's, he's funny dude yeah he is funny he's low-key funny he's, he's like he's one of those uh listens and then says something and you're like yeah he'll say each he he kind of sits back and every once in a while he'll pipe up and say something <laughs> that just gets me laughing it's like hilarious. you know what i mean yeah it's like that was so much fun. Oh yeah, I, I really think that side of the family, yeah, being funny, is. It's not that it's important. It's just something that is there. It's there. Everyone has a little bit of it, mm-hmm. and it, it's so much fun, man. Mm-hmm. So much fun. And then we got to. Then I got to drive my uncle Jody's truck on a beer run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And bought more beer. Went and bought more beer, and then we talked for like ten minutes. And Joey's like, "I gotta go to bed." (laughs) (laughs) Fade. He he faded fast after we went and got the beer. He faded fast. He's like, "I don't want. I don't want to do this no more." (laughs) Damn. Oh shit. (laughs) Oh shit. Uh, We're about an hour into it. We should go ahead and him with our socials, right? Let's do the damn thing, dude. Don't tell them where we can get they can find us on the book of faces. On Facebook, uh, shit, you can find us in the winner's circle. That's where you can find us. <laughs> That's fucking right. That's uh, Facebook dot com slash things about stuff podcast. Doing the damn thing, and then on Twitter, you can find us at. Podcast underscore TAS, where the TAS stands for Things About Stuff. Yeah. And uh, I guess I'm going to have to do the Instagram, or <laughs> i have to do the rest I'll of them. Right i have to do the rest of them. Instagram, at Things About Stuff Podcast. Then um, we also have um, Twitch, which we get on, like, rarely, um, which is just go into twitch.tv, hit that little search bar. Hit things about stuff podcast. You'll find us. You'll find us. And then uh, you can also find us at uh, your local pitch tournament, tearing shit up because that's what we do around here. We play pitch and we, you know, we kick ass and we podcast. You know, so if you got any tournaments, you provide the airfare. We'll provide the, you know, the winning team. You can get the trophy engraved with our names on there. You don't even have to put our names on there. You just put things about stuff on there. Uh, make the checks payable to things about stuff, LLC. Um, <clears throat> you know, and you know, because we like to give back to our fans. We like to give them an ass whooping and pitch is what we like to do. And I think I think I riffed enough in time for Judge to get back. And I'm back. Did you get all that? Yeah, man. <laughs> Social media is my shit. And I told them they could find us at a at their local pitch tournaments, <laughs> taking oh. home the trophies. 
Oh yeah, the ones counting money. That's yeah. uh, that's me and my boy over here. Make the make the make the checks out to things about stuff LLC. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I won one pitch tournament with an old man I had never met before, and have not seen since. Damn. And then since then, uh, you know, I'd be like up in the running. But again, with people I didn't even know or anything yeah. like that. Was the old guy like that this? That first one. Was the old guy like this? I know more than you. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of following his lead. But we won the whole thing. Did you, How much money did you make? Oh, shit. I don't remember, man. <laughs> like 60 <I> bucks? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't know. It was one of those Eagles tournaments. Oh, dude. They don't have those anymore, man. I think the buy-in, it would have been more than 60 bucks because the buy-in was like $10. Oh, shit. And there was... Shit, there was three tables going. I mean, there was... Yeah. Damn. We made over $100 on that win. Respect. Thank you. Yeah, then after that, I could get, like... We'd get... Right up in the running, but couldn't win it. Yeah, like runner up. I think we need to do. We need to have. We need to host a tournament, and have like. Oh, I would be all for that. Host and pitch tournament. Host a pitch tournament. Do it. The see if you. We should talk to your mother about this. Yeah, dude. Out at the club. Yeah, dude, and you could do it in the. Because I know La Villa plays pitch like a mofo. Yeah, bring your partner too. Yeah. Oh, I'd be all for that. Bring, bring your, your partner. Bring your partner. We're not drawn for partners. Bring your partner. Deuce, because that would Deuce bring, saves itself. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that would bring those LaVilla boys down to try and win money. Oh, my gosh. And then there would be fights. That and would we could have, we could have pitch tournament and oh, fight Oh, side night. bets. Side <laughs> bets on the fights. <laughs> Turno- pitch tournament and fight night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dap it. <laughs> Blah. Blah. <laughs> We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> uh, before we get away from what we were just talking about, though, our cousin, Brandon, 18, I was so jealous when he said that that guy that lives across the street from them, <laughs> they, li- they live in Lower Albia like I do, but they lived in a more civilized society. <laughs> than I do somewhat <laughs> somewhat they have one neighbor dude this kid says and I'm I'm so jealous that it didn't happen to me <laughs> he said he heard a guy revving an, em- an engine up just wah 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 he opens the window he thought it was a car it was a fucking jet ski <laughs> the guy was on a fucking jet ski <laughs> fucking dry revving it <laughs> He said it was it was up on a trailer. He's on a jet ski. <laughs> he probably had fucking swim trunks and a life vest on. <laughs> oh I'm so jealous that I didn't get to see that. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh goodness sakes! Because they were talking about all the crazy shit that their neighbor does, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, he was just out there on a fucking jet ski." <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. I wish I would have saw that, man. <laughs> Damn. Oh shit. Oh, should we t- should we go into some of the topics we got written down today? Because we we've fucking been riffing for an hour and ten minutes on our own. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like, we better, man. What people don't know is that we go in and we're like, oh man, we're not gonna have anything to talk about, and then just we <laughs> start talking about random shit, and we we uh, end up an hour into it, and we're like, fuck, we haven't even talked about anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can go off the top for a minute. Yeah. Um, but uh, this first one, though, uh, it was one that I brought up was the Kaepernick yeah. incident. So call him, yeah. I don't know if you'd call it an incident, but what transpired with the newest of Kaepernick? Yeah, Kaepernick, um, the NFL is going to, they're giving him um, open tryout. So he could showcase his abilities and stuff and see if he's still um, uh, worthy of being on a roster and stuff like that. And um, so the deal was um, they had a location picked out for him. Um, He didn't like it. So at the last minute, he changed it to this, like, I think, local high school or something. And what I heard was it was within, like, a half hour of – we're all supposed to be here. Breaking news. Kaepernick's not here. Yeah. So it was like he went down to, you said a high school. Yeah, I think so. I think eight teams went down and looked at yeah. him. Seven, I think, was what I heard. Seven. Yeah. But didn't one of them like the receiver more than yeah, him? Yeah, the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Browns gave a fucking one of the wide receivers a tryout. <laughs> yeah. That kid you're throwing to, though, damn. <laughs> that kid that you threw that deep ball to, damn, he can catch. <laughs> Man, that was that was hilarious. They tr- yeah, the NFL it- trolled Kaepernick. <laughs> he trolled them. They trolled him harder. I mean, pretty much, man. It's like, uh, uh, cause what I heard was, uh, uh, Jay Z and his influence, they kind of had, uh, they had something to do with this happening in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> your boy, Hove. <laughs> you, my boy. Colin Kaepernick's a tryout. Oh, <laughs> the world's greatest. Uh, they set this whole thing up, and then right before it's supposed to happen, he wants to move it somewhere else. Yeah. And they talked about, like, they wanted to control the narrative of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't like that uh, he couldn't bring, however it was, couldn't bring his own people in uh, to videotape it and whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I understand. Is if you don't have trust for the league, you want to be able to trust the people who are putting out footage of you. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, but then... When, uh, from what I understand, it was a pretty much what everybody gets type of thing. Mm-hmm. When we do this sort of thing, this is normal. This is what you have to agree to. He didn't agree to it, 
and moved, but like a half hour before it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Ah. And when I first heard about it, I was all for like him finding a spot. I figured the dolphins would take him for sure. <laughs> Standard. Yeah, right. But then uh it seemed to me like I don't know, overall what really bugged me was that he had a purpose when he first knelt down for the national anthem. Yeah. At first he was sitting a San Francisco fan who had been in the service was like, hey, instead of sitting, you should kneel like you're praying. Mm-hmm. So he moved to that. And that I was all all good with. Um, and then, of course, he misses out on playing. You know, he's released. He didn't, he's he didn't miss out on playing because he was kneeling. He missed out on time for playing because he was fucking terrible. Yeah, I did have a feeling in the back of my heart that he wasn't he came out hot and may not do as well in the next season mm-hmm. when all the controversy came up yeah and what really bugged me about him moving moving the spot and all that is like he has a shoe with Nike coming out mm-hmm. and say he does get signed by the NFL and he does get to play. The risk is he doesn't perform very well. Mm-hmm. Now, are there people around him saying, "Hey, don't go to the NFL. We like the story more than you playing football?" Maybe. Maybe. Just, yeah. The Nike endorsement is there regardless. Yeah. Whether or not Anyone involved with that is like, hey, sit out another year because we like the story more than finding yeah. out if you're good or not. Well, it was late in the year, too. Like, why Why are we doing this late in the year? Why didn't we, if we're going to do anything, why didn't we do this, like, in the off season? Right, yeah. Or if, he, like... if he really wanted to play. And that was uh, where Stephen A. Smith, who's one of my favorite of all time, I think he's the best sports analyst oh, of all time, dude. Real quick. Um, he can see, rope a dope with the best of them. Did you see Terrell Owens call Max Kellerman blacker than Stephen A. Smith? He's like, man, Max Kellerman's blacker than you, Stephen. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but I mean, Stephen A.'s like, brother, 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 <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> but, dude, that's the thing about... Stephen A. is, I think, I really do think that he is the Michael Jordan of what he does. Yeah. He wasn't a big nah, time dude. Ball- One of the best was um that, um oh, who was the guy that passed away from cancer? Stuart Scott? Yeah, Stuart Scott. He was one of the best ever, and he he passed away from from cancer. 
Yeah, the one that was like, oh, cooler than the other side of the pillow. He had that like kind of like messed up eye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, he was always one of my favorites. So like, I don't know. I always hold him higher than Stephen A. Myself, but I do like Stephen A. A lot. I like him and um, Skip Bayless when they argue. Skip, 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 skip. Shut up, skip. <laughs> well, and that's. I hate Skip Bayless. I it. He's one of those who talks about sports as though he's never played a sport in his life. Where Stephen A. doesn't have it, as far as I know, he doesn't have any professional credits as a sport that he's played. But dude, he'll talk boxing, football, baseball. He'll do it all, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, He's a Knicks fan too, man, which is really awesome. Yeah, and I, one of his best qualities that a lot of them don't have is he will admit when he's wrong. He'll step back and talk about, all right, I said this at week such and such. I did say this at week such and such, but what you have to understand to give you perspective on why I would have said this on week such and such and week such and such is that at that week such and such, LeBron, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he'll... Dude, he goes, he goes all in when he gets time on the mic, and I love that. Uh, and he got in a little bit of heat over this whole thing, like he wasn't down with the cause, and no. had to come back, and he did, and he did it masterfully. I think he handled that perfect. I mean, comedians don't handle their business as well when they tell a joke that people don't like and then they come back they're like well fuck you <laughs> and he about, came back you're talking at, about sam though <laughs> right, right 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 fuck you that's funny oh did we get a chance to shit on sam i missed it uh if... it don't matter i'm from albia not... i've heard of sam hershock and i know that everyone loves him he won't fucking listen to this podcast we don't have to fucking worry about it which is cool dude but He's yeah, going dude, out with his own podcast ha- soon, Hanging with Hershock, found on PunningGame.com. Yeah. yeah, check him out, dude. Um, I'm sure it's going to be great. But yeah, dude, it's Stephen A. I think he's one of the best to ever do it. Uh, he got in, you know, he took some heat for the things he said about Kaepernick, and then he came back and masterfully put himself right back in the mix, you know. He explained what he was talking about. He uh, he didn't back off his point. I think he further drove it home. And I, and what he said was, I think, and I think it's true. I don't think Colin Kaepernick wants to play in the NFL. No, and that's what I was saying earlier. Is I don't know if there's people around him who are like, hey, it's profitable to not play in the NFL. Because the risk would be not doing well. They said he wants to be like, um, they're like, they called him a martyr. But basically, yeah, what I think they, yeah, yeah, what yeah. he wants to be is he wants to be like the Muhammad Ali of his time. Which. Well, a martyr and Muhammad Ali are not the same thing. Yeah. A martyr di- dies for their cause. Yeah. And, and but, I feel like, I feel like that's, 
not taking the full NFL workout, working out in front of everybody, mm-hmm. and going to another place, that's where I feel like he is more profitable to die for his cause than he is to get in the NFL and not start. Muhammad Ali or start and not did do die well. for well he didn't die like he didn't figuratively he died for his cause not wanting to go to Vietnam. So he was out like they did not let him fight for some of the prime of his career. Like we could have seen some really amazing fights out of Muhammad Ali, some knockouts from Muhammad Ali during this time, you know, in his prime, he they took some of the, his prime years away from him for him saying he wasn't going to do, he wasn't going to fight, or he wasn't going to go to Vietnam and fight. Um, so, a lot of people, I mean, I feel like it's, he wants to be like that guy that rises from the ashes, like a phoenix, like Muhammad Ali did. Muhammad Ali, you know, he came back. And well, how are you going to rise back up? How are you going to rise from the ashes if you don't go back to the NFL? That's why, and I say, I but like at the same time, he a wants, martyr stays in the ashes. You yeah. died for your cause. Yeah, that's but, what a martyr is. But he's wanting. He's wanting. What I'm saying is he's wanting to stand up for cause, like Muhammad Ali did. But what he's not realizing is that he's not. He's not do. He's not. He's he's gonna be like basically. He's gonna be late. He wants to be in these later years. He wants to be like, well, I stood up for something at one time. You know, and it cost me a lot of money and blah well, blah. Well, but didn't it didn't Muhammad Ali keep fighting? Oh, he start, He got. Yeah, he, he knocked he, people out. He got. He got back into it. Yeah. They, As they, Muhammad they, Ali, re, they reinstated Cassius his, Clay. Muhammad Ali was the draft dodger. The this well, and that and the other. He thing. fought as Muhammad Ali for a while when he was Cassius Clay. Then he went to Muhammad Ali, and then he stopped fighting. Yeah, or he didn't, didn't stop it, fighting. He got his license revoked. But what I'm saying is, he fought, though. He didn't. He didn't die on the hill. He went in and he fought. Yeah, but he yeah he fought for that cause. But he was out for three or four years of boxing. He was out for that many years where he didn't get to fight. And I think that's kind of what they think, or Colin Kaepernick, Nick thinks he's gonna do is he's gonna just take, uh, like he's gonna fight this for a couple years and he's gonna come back and he's gonna win a Super Bowl or some shit. No, dude, you weren't that great to begin with. No, that that I am on board with, but I think the difference between the two is, is this last showing, is like he had a chance to get in the NFL. And then he took it upon himself to sabotage his chances of getting into the NFL to the point where his receiver may have a better chance of getting in the NFL. Yeah. It's like, do you want to – a martyr dies for their cause. Yeah. Where Muhammad Ali, he came back, he fought, and was the – became the greatest of all time. Yeah. But – you know, Kaepernick would have to do something to make it in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And then, like Muhammad Ali, as you're saying, become one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And I don't think he and has. I don't think the, he. Yeah, he I agree with the, you. He doesn't have the skill set to do it. No, I agree with you. He was never 
the greatest of all time. No. He was good, and I'll let you get to your point. He was good when he had Jim Harbaugh, his his coach, once because Jim Harbaugh is a quarterback whisperer. He knows how to get the most out of his quarterbacks. Once Harbaugh left, went to Michigan, Kaepernick went to shit. And he was never a good quarterback. Or he was, he was, he wasn't, they benched him several, like three or four times. And like, he got to play like the last four games of the season, but they had benched him several times leading up to that time. Uh, Like they benched him. Don't, don't sit here and tell me that you got cut because of your, because of your stance on police brutality. You got cut because of your ability to perform. They were not going to resign you because you were not that good after Harbaugh left. And then they've oh, got absolutely. people. They've got people in and here. There was there was one analyst said, I think he started kneeling when he saw that he wasn't uh, performing at his best, mm-hmm. and because it was a. Because his cause was, uh, you know, racially rooted. Mm-hmm. That guy's not on TV anymore. He's gone. But there's truth in that, I think. Mm-hmm. It, like he saw it, it was obviously at a decline in his career. Yeah. That he started doing this, whether or not it was, you know, uh, uh, premeditated. Like, oh, I'm not gonna start next year i'm gonna start kneeling during the national anthem i think it was maybe his contract not. year was the year that, that happened i think it was a contract year and he didn't get re-signed well and that makes even more sense that makes even more sense why I'm he's not, not in the nfl it's I'm not like not 100 percent sure so don't quote me as saying that but i'm pretty sure it's one is contract year and that's why they didn't re-sign him yeah i mean it, that you know, like you said whether it that was true or not but as a contract year it just makes sense yeah it would make sense uh and not that i'm not on board with what he's talking about i did i never did think it was the place and time to talk about it or to show that type of uh animosity when you play with white players yeah and you're you have an white. entire team with you, shit like that. I, I was never on board with it, but at the same time, I am on board with protesting and uh, fighting for your right. Yeah, that I'm. I'm all for that. Uh, but yeah, this latest one, I really feel like it. It was like when Gruden asked. Antonio Brown, do you want to play for the Raiders? Yeah. That's what it seems like. Do you want to play for the NFL? Yeah. Um, and but the thing with Antonio Brown is he he is there's he's out there, man. And he's trying now he's trying to get back in the NFL cuz he saw, "Oh shit. I I really almost fucked this up." You know? Yeah, yeah, he pretty well fucked it up. Um, I would say he's a little late to get on the card. But I think he can be, um, I think he can be, um, I think he can play again. Um, um, but don't you think he has to prove himself against all the shenanigans? Mm-hmm. 
and it's the same way like whether you find Kaepernick's whether you find him just or not it was shenanigans and you have to prove yourself without a shadow of a doubt and I think that original going out in front of all the uh, all the teams that original deal that they had going down to work yeah. out in front of everybody I think that was his best chance and I think that pulling out of that to do it somewhere else it's hard not to think that you don't want to play mm-hmm. especially with his Nike he has he has a shoe coming out in not too long like he still has the Nike endorsement, he's making money. Why take the risk of entering in back into the league when you might not be the top five quarterback? Yeah. You know, if people like the story enough to give you money, then why jeopardize the story? Yeah. Um. So apparently, um, um, Kaepernick. I just I don't think that Kaepernick is. He's not the. I mean, if if you were, I, I'm trying to think of a player that could get away with being the face of a movement like this. Like, you know, I just don't think Kaepernick's got the. He wants to be the face of this whole making a making a uh, making a statement, but I just don't think he's the right person to do it. You know, because his approach is wrong. You know, right? Yeah. His, the way you know he wants to be in the NFL, or he says, but you know he more or less he's sabotaging himself. But he's not going to say he's sabotaging himself. He's going to say that the NFL is holding him down. Right, and that's what I'm saying is it feeds the story yeah. more than it yeah. than it attributes to him getting back into the NFL. Yeah. It'd be like uh, Tom Brady if he started kneeling right now. Yeah. Everyone loves Tom Brady. What's yeah. he kneeling for? What do we need to change? How do we get him back on the field? That type of thing. And I would be curious to see how that would play out for him. Yeah. Because he has proven with all the years that he has played. If he got kicked out of the league, he probably wouldn't come back because of how you know, because of how old he is. Mhm. And shit like that. You know, it's fun, but, I find funny. But is. not doing that workout, I think it set him back a lot and I feel like he may have known that it would have the thing that well, I, I find funny is there's all these some of these analysts are saying oh he's better than some of these quarterbacks out there and they named Derek Carr as one of the quarterbacks that he's better than that's m- the quarterback for my team yeah and I know Raiders. damn well that he is not better than Carr I know he's not and Derek Carr is making work with a lot of shitty receivers he's got one good wide receiver who's not even a true number one wide receiver. He's like a number two guy. 
he's the guy that compliments your your big star he's the guy that's you know when they're pressuring him the ball goes to uh, when they're pressuring the number one guy the ball goes to him he's not a number one guy and then Derek Carr's got these like seven or eight other wide receivers that are either rookies um journeyman wide receivers or um did I say undrafted rookies undrafted free agents which are rookies he he's got these guys to work with i know damn well colin kaepernick couldn't do that with those guys i know for a fact he wouldn't do that with those guys well he lost the super bowl with a lot more than that yeah just you know it's i i'm i don't have i'm not gonna i i don't some of these analysts are just saying shit to say shit and it's like guarantee you when he if if he ever gets back to the nfl he is gonna he is gonna it's gonna hurt his i think it's gonna hurt his cause more than anything like you're saying it's gonna hurt his cause more if he goes in there and sucks ass and doesn't do well they're gonna be like oh well you know you weren't that good now 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 we're not gonna believe you so much but uh and i think uh to my point about Stephen A. Smith being one of the best of them, mm-hmm. is a lot of those guys are like, oh, he's better than some of these guys playing right now. They're saying that because, because what little they've seen of him, he has the deep ball. Mm-hmm. He can throw it really far. Who, who knows what you can say about his accuracy? Because the last we've seen of him is in a workout. Mm-hmm. But Stephen A. Smith had the courage to to say what he said. Anybody can look good in, 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 a, in, a, in a showcase where nobody's covering his wide receivers. Yes, that's, yeah, that's what I was getting to. Sorry, I, I mean, I just wanted to make that point. I didn't know that's where you were going to. No, yeah, I mean, you drove it home for me. But, yeah, and I feel like there's analysts out there who will try and talk him up and where Stephen a caught grief for it he was only speaking the truth mm-hmm. you know he's not better than these guys because he's not playing with these guys yeah you know what i mean and his wide receivers are getting tryouts and he's not <laughs> yeah yeah exactly oh shit should we talk something else besides this you know this Colin fuckhead. I'm down with it, dude. So, um, we talk. We'll Cubs. talk a little bit more, a little more uh, NFL. Um, so my Raiders have been doing like real shitty here lately. They've dropped two games here. They dropped one to. Oh, the dude, that's worse than the Dolphins. Even one to the fucking Jets and one to the damn. Chiefs, who I hate the Chiefs. What's what's worse is I don't like Chiefs fans. Chiefs fans are all, they're all full of themselves. And in our family, pretty deeply. I need to get my drink on. Yeah. Opening a new beer. We'll, we'll play that for you. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> uh, but now they dropped one like it's just but our wide receivers can't catch a cold and like I was talking about Carr he has nobody to throw to 
He's got a good tight end. He's got two good tight ends, that Foster Moreau and then um, oh, uh, Darren Waller. He's got two good, two good tight ends and then one decent wide receiver in Tyrell Williams. And just after that, nothing. Like, we need a true number one wide receiver. Who do they have running the ball, though? Josh motherfucking Jacobs. That dude oh, shit. is That's a right. stud. Hell yeah. He's going to be... Well, that's what I was going to say is your passing game comes from the running game. Yeah. And that guy, he is a threat. He he and hit 1,000 he... yards um, today. He, is, he went over 1,000 yards for the season. No kidding. So, that's awesome. He broke Marcus Allen's record. Yeah, he's one of those guys, based on his story, I would be rooting for him anyways. but mm-hmm. He broke Marcus Allen's record of 900-some, but Marcus Allen's came in like a eight-game strike year or something like that is what they said. And then um, – but Josh Jacobs broke his record. This That dude, when you watch him run – he runs hard. He he puts his shoulder down, and he carries the pile like four or five yards. So he gets routinely like ten yard gains. Like, all right, he's animalistic, man. Dude, yeah, his, and his story is a great story. You know, if we haven't talked about it, you know, he was, you know, homeless for most of his, you know, like not home, like they would live in like they lived in the back of a or in a suburban you know and when when his when his father could he would get him hotel rooms and stuff like that but you know just a hard life man and then i think he said he didn't have a bed to sleep on until he was in college but dude's a great a humble guy i don't think i'm gonna ha- i don't think we're going to have any problems with him doing any stupid shit so well, I would I, honestly, I would hope not, but the way that guy runs, he is—he's animalistic. He's—he's he's bad as they come. He's what—he's on my screensaver. On, I think two of them. Yeah, two of them. Two out of three. Yeah, his gloves are barely hanging onto his hands. <laughs> he's running so hard. Then you know who's in the middle, right? DC baby. Derek Carr. That's my homeboy. I don't care what anybody says about Derek Carr. He's, I think he's a great quarterback. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, the Raiders need to get a new wide, or they need to get a new quarterback, blah, 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 blah. No, we don't need a new quarterback. <laughs> hey, talk to me a few years ago when we had uh, Jay Fiedler <laughs> on the Dolphins. Uh, I, can, I can talk to you about a few <laughs> years ago when Derek Carr was in the MVP race, man. And now people are giving up on him. Like some fair weather Raider fans. I've got, I'm in a couple groups where every time something goes wrong, it's like, blame Derek Carr. Let me blame Derek Carr. I have nothing else to do. Nothing better to do but to blame Derek Carr. Dude, I hate when fans are dogging on the team. It's like, dude, is this your team or not? This is what we've got. Dude, I have like a- be negative. Or fucking enjoy the games. So man. you're a pretty big fan of the OK Boomer movement, right? <laughs> Dude, I know I've shit on boomers so hard on this podcast, but then when everyone 
starts shitting on boomers and it becomes a social media thing, the okay boomer, it turns me away from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I thought it was an original thought until everyone's like, okay, boomer. And my idea was just, hey, boomers and millennials have a lot in common. <laughs> And we need to take a look in the mirror and try and be better people. Again, with your boomer thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, there boomers and millennials are the same as in like I was just gonna go with boomers, but like I, now that you think of it, millennials are too because they don't know a fucking thing about football either. They're the first ones. They're both the they're both the same people that are saying when when Iowa loses a game. Fire ferrets. Yeah, fire ferrets. Fire ferrets. Fire ferrets. But that's my favorite thing to yell when they win. <laughs> Whenever the Hawks win, I yell fire ferrets. <laughs> and dude, boomers, millennials, they all look at me like, what a dick. He's such a great coach. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> then we lose to what? Fucking Wisconsin, and they're like fire parents. Yeah, fire parents. Yeah, seriously, fire parents. <laughs> Sorry, I'm playing with that wheel over there. Uh, yeah, fire parents. Or uh, or Javi's Javi hasn't hit in two games. Then you send him down to AAA. <laughs> yeah, yep. I've dealt with the Javi bullshit for the last few years. The best one though was. He's always swinging for the fences. He's always swinging for the fences. He's always swinging for the fences. And, dude, I swear to God, after hearing three different boomers say it, he hit one yard. <laughs> and I go, he's always swinging for the fences. <laughs> uh, but, nah. At least, hey, you know, you guys, have, the Dolphins have won three games this year. That's a lot more <laughs> than you thought three. you would win. <laughs> The Bengals finally got a win today. You're kidding me. No, they got a win too. You got the you got all these teams that you think are tanking, they're they're getting they're getting some shots in there. <laughs> at the end. They're like, fuck, you mean the Dolphins got two games up on us, we can win one? We don't, we can stop tanking. We might still get the first pick. Well yeah, hey, beating the Jets was like that makes sense. <laughs> beating Philly though. That was a that surprise. was a decent win, <laughs> but what's, that was a decent win. What's crazy is uh, that NFC East. It's they're like I, I looked. I had I had the picture up, but it's like the Cowboys are six and six, the Eagles are five and seven, and then um, the the uh, oh shit, where to go? Uh, the Redskins are three and nine, and the Giants are two and ten. So the best team in that division is five hundred. That's rough, dude. <laughs> God, man. Honestly, that sounds like the NFC Central. Hi, fucking uh, Detroit, Minnesota, Green, Green Bay. Bay. That uh, that was that conference. <laughs> yeah. They were the ones where the best one was like Green Bay won five games. <laughs> That's big. That's, uh, They're going to the playoffs, whether you like it or not. 
But they've won five games. That's the same thing with the fucking Steelers too. They're they're like seven and five, and they've they've they're barely seven and five. They fucking beat the they beat the Cincinnati Bengals last week, and then they beat the fucking Browns this week. Who have you really beat? Right. Uh, that is another crazy fucking division. But like historically, it's like. With the Dolphins, uh, the best years we've had was like we need to win one of these last two games. The Bengals can win both of their last two games. If the Dolphins win one, we get the wild card spot and they're out. And it it just doesn't pan out. The Bengals go get fucking crushed in the playoffs, and we're standard. Like, and we're sitting there with the Wildcat, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why didn't this work? It worked what in the college, fuck, man. It worked in college. Ronnie Brown, what the fuck? <laughs> oh shit. Um, we got some big Covey news though. Today, yeah, let's well, get off this football shit. It's bumming me out. Fucking. Uh, you know, we got some big things to look up to. You know, we got, we got uh, Papa Ross in as the as the manager. You know, I'm super stoked for. And then super uh, stoked to see Papa Ross running the sh- running the show, man. Damn, it's gonna be so. It's gonna be interesting, man. I think it's it's gonna be really fun to be a Cubs. I just fan. hope we fucking put the Cardinals in in the fucking bottom of the NL Central. Just sweep them every time we play them. Oh yeah, I mean they're gonna be. If they're not gonna be the top of the NL Central because that's where the Cubbies are gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they don't fuck up royally, they could be second place. Yeah. Otherwise, it's gonna be the Brewers. The Bre- uh, the Roidsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those guys. No, why is nobody piss testing the Brewers? I don't know. I figure they just, uh, you know, they need one. They need one. They need one real bad. Are you just check out this little gem I got? <laughs> Who's this? Look at it. <laughs> is this, uh, uh, Bret Hart? Not Bret Hart, his rival. The oh. Heartbreak Kid. Oh, the, yeah, the Heartbreak Kid. I'm trying to think of his name. Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels. Yes, the that is dope, dude. Yeah, dude, I got that on. Uh, I got that on Amazon. I got. I'm showing him a a uh, Funko doll the with the abnormally large head. I got a Shawn Michaels one for five bucks. Nice. But uh, anyways, yeah, um, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good year. Speaking of Cubbies, December first, which was when we started the podcast at you know about eleven thirty, was still December first. It was Javi Baez's motherfucking birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Javi B. Javi B, baby birthday. Happy B Day, bro. I heard that he doesn't get older, he just gets better. I've heard that too. 
It's true. He's gonna be on the cover of the show. I'm pretty. I'm pretty stoked for that. I might buy a hard copy. So you know, if I ever see him, I'd be like, Javi, sign my Javi, sign my my game. Yeah. Damn it. That's. I don't have a system that you can plug that game into, but I still <laughs> might buy it. <laughs> Just put it up on my mantle until I can afford a PS4. <laughs> and then the uh, other big news we got for uh, the Cubbies. Uh, Chris Bryant is making babies. No kidding. He's making a baby with his wife. Doing that baby making thing. I'm down with it, man. It's true. I have it written down on our sheet as Chris Bryant knocks up his wife. <laughs> yeah. But I have a theory, though. Uh-oh. I don't. I don't think it's his. You're shitting me. No, I think that baby's gonna have a little Latin flavor. I think it could be Javi's. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Javi getting around, huh? <laughs> But y'all don't say that. <laughs> Javi's taking all these white women. How dare you? <laughs> Damn, but yeah, I'm just saying, Javi could be the father of that baby. Who the father of the baby? Honestly, if I was gonna, if I found a lady that I I loved her and I wanted to marry her, and she wanted to have babies. Javi Baez would be the first person <laughs> I would want to put seed in her. You wouldn't mind raising a future MLB all-star, would you? Oh, not at all. <laughs> like the of di- course that's my son. Dude, Why is he so dark-complected? Don't you mind that? Don't. He's outside a lot. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, us dies, man. We got the quick feet. Uh, we got the bat speed. Good bat. But Co- comes out of the womb with an MLB tattoo on the back. He's <laughs> straight branded already. Straight branded already. Oh, no, shit. I'd be all for it. <laughs> oh, shit. But now you get a little bit of hot, a little bit of bias, a little bit of dye gene in there, and you got to real good second baseman well it wouldn't have any of your genes because Javi would be putting the baby inside your wife yeah I just really wanted to put my name on it <laughs> put the name. I really wanted to have something to do with it otherwise I would have no problem with the it. name alone constitutes foot speed and what was it yeah they'd be like hey die your dad was a shithead. <laughs> but god damn, I've never seen someone so quick. <laughs> I've never hit seen someone hit so many dingers. <laughs> <laughs> I'd tell him the same thing Javi would. Swing for the fences. Swing man. for the fences. He's swing hard. All, he's swinging for the fences. <laughs> no matter how hard you swing, a base hit's a base hit. Exactly. Base hit wins ball games. Yeah. That's an inside joke between me and my wife. Like, my son was in T-ball. There's a guy in the stand that was like, Come on now! Base hits win ball games! Base hits win ball games! He'd say it, like, 
30 times. And <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, man, you know, we get it. But, you know, at the same time, keep cheering them on. <laughs> Dude, that was my my entire time playing baseball. The What I was best at on offense was getting to first base. Because I could either get one just out of the infield for a base hit or I'd foul off balls over and over again until they finally threw ball four and I got to walk to first base. (laughs) Nice. That was when I was at bat I was I mean I was going to get to first base no matter what. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if my son's going to play baseball this year. He uh, played basketball this year, but um, he's stuck behind um, everybody that plays on this fucking traveling team. So he's on the B team, but, you know, he he never really played basketball to begin with. So, But I think there's probably a lot of kids on the B team that probably could play on the A team too. But That's how we were with basketball, man. Basketball was one of those that we had a lot of fun doing, and we would play on our own. And it was like, you know, if spent, it would be me and Spencer, and that's all we needed. Because I could dribble, I could dribble between my legs. I could, you know, charge up to the basket. Yeah, we didn't call our own fouls or anything. No one ever got called for a foul. You just start going up to the basket, dish it out to Spence, who would hit the three. But then, when we got to school sports, it was like, I'm sitting on the bench with my warm-ups on next to Spencer, who has a jersey on. He's like, you think you get to play tonight? Yeah, fucking better. (laughs) I didn't bring my warm up. (laughs) One of the craziest things I've ever seen in an Albia basketball game was when uh, uh, Colin Soto was another one. He played basketball like everyone on the other team was his younger brother. I mean, he looked like a grown man. He was among a grown boys. Man. I, he we really still was. haven't seen his birth certificate. True, I haven't seen it, but he was—he was as bad as they get on the basketball court. And I still remember, uh, Spencer steals the ball away. He starts rushing down court. Another kid catches up to him, and Spencer goes behind the back to Colin. Who lays it up for two points. Wow. They both get benched. And our coach said. I don't want to see any more. Behind the back passes. Like. Well. We don't have a lot of points. On the board (laughs) Boyd. Uh, I think we should. Pass behind the back a little (laughs) more. If it's going to. Uh, a tribute to us possibly winning this game. <laughs> oh. You fucking idiot. I mean, douchebag. 
you, I mean, Jesus, why am you, I being so Are negative? you saying that that coach might be someone you want to get into a slap contest with? I, he might not even be alive anymore, to be honest. Uh, and then when we were freshmen, though, uh, he still give those guys a hard time. It's like, like I played really hard. I played the point guard position, and uh, dude, I could dribble a lot better than the guys who were playing. But I sat the bench a lot. But Spence and Colin, they attributed to most of our points, especially when we played freshman ball, because. Uh, Kurt Coughlin went up and he was a varsity player. But he was probably at the end of the bench, though, wasn't he? I don't know. He was in the game. Oh, was he? He's putting up threes and he's fucking killing it. But on our freshman team, the ninth grade team, most of our points came from Spencer and Colin. And they spent a lot of time sitting on the bench. Like, it, it it fucking blew my mind, right? And we didn't win a lot of games. The next year, he went from coaching our ninth grade team to the head coach of Oskaloosa. They're like, hey, good luck, guys. <laughs> good luck with that. I don't want no behind-the-back passes. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that wasn't the same guy. That was eighth grade. But uh, our ninth grade coach, that was his first year coaching. Uh, and I remember after one of our losses, he was fucking, he was freaking out. And I remember I was in my underwear and I had a thing of Axe body spray in my hand. Like after I showered, I was going to spray down, put my clothes on. And he goes, You guys, yada, 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 should, uh, uh, uh this loss should mean more to you than just, you know, you lose and then you go and you, uh, put on your, and he pointed at me and he goes, your axe body spray. Like, this should be more than that. And this kid who played point guard ahead of me goes, Yeah, guys. We should really try and win these games. And I looked at him and said, Don't look at me, man. I didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it put both of them at a stall. Like, I didn't play the best players on the team but whatever <laughs> i'm not gonna quit raising my voice that's what i like about wrestling the best ma- that you put the best player you but not be- players you put the best wrestlers out there yeah otherwise you look like a damn fool if you that's why we have wrestle offs and we have you know we put the and then we and then if if need be we can always have like if we have the kid behind him like if we have two guys at 112 or not 112. That's that's the old weight. 113. If we have two kids at 113, we can bump one up to 120 and then wrestle that one. We can wrestle one of the ones. We can bump weights up and stuff. 
it's just how you know wrestling works if you're if you're on the wrestling team and you're a backup you still got a chance where you're going to be wrestling in meets and stuff you don't get to go to the varsity tournaments but you get to go to jv tournaments where you can still learn shit but you know yeah i wish i would have stuck with wrestling when we were really young i had a bunch of first and second place trophies at albia they uh we lived in des moines so we went to the hoover 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 wrestling program and that's when we went over to roosevelt uh and i pinned the coach's kid in 12 seconds <laughs> like nice I can't believe that I thought I'd be better at basketball than wrestling. <laughs> well, all your friends were playing basketball. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much why I played it. <laughs> yeah, we did the Albia wrestling tournaments, and me and my brother, we'd get first or second place trophies and shit. Uh,. And then going up to Des Moines and wrestling, like, against kids who wrestled all the time and doing well against them. I can't believe that, hey, I'd like to do wrestling. and I'd like to do basketball in high school instead. Um, Now, though, they got... Honestly, it was probably because basketball's not as hard as wrestling. (laughs) True. (laughs) It's a lot more fun because it's not as hard. You don't have to run as much? What the hell? Oh, and then you might not... (laughs) When it comes to game time, you might not get personally embarrassed as bad. (laughs) Um, The uh, what um, basketball players don't understand is, like, in wrestling, you are out there six minutes straight. Like, like, there is no break between... In wrestling, you... There's the end of the period... They flip that little fucking rubber coin, and it's red or green, and, they, and whoever that is, it's your choice. Make a choice, and it's all within like ten seconds. And then they, then, then they go back to wrestling. Up, down. You want to pick top. You want to be on bottom. You want to both be neutral. You know that's that's how they do it. And then you're wrestling within ten seconds. He flips that coin. He asks you a question. What do you want to do? Usually, you look at your coach, and then you know. Then you're wrestling again for another period. Then you got another period. It's two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. It's six minutes of constant movement. Yeah. Like in basketball, you can take a, like, you can jog back to the other side of the thing. You're moving pretty much. You're going as fast as you can. You're going full bore for six minutes. Yeah. I mean, basketball is the only one that, like, it cut. It does come in second to wrestling, as far as constant movement. Because like with football, you got yeah, you got thirty, 30 seconds yeah. in between snaps yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, wrestling was one that uh, me and my brother got pretty good at, and then and then thought, let's play basketball in high school. 
Well, what I like now is that they let um like in in junior high you can do you can do both. We got a few wrestlers that do both uh, wrestling and basketball. And one of the re- one of them is like, oh, the only reason I'm doing it is because I I want to play it at least I want to play on it at least once before I go into high school where I can't play both. So it gives them an opportunity to, you know, to do you know play basketball or have an opportunity to do it. But he I guess he he's he's a he's a tall kid and he's like you know he's I guess he's not as good at basketball as he is wrestling but you know he wanted to try it. It's a good opportunity. I asked my son if he wanted to do both because he plays basketball. He said no. He did not want to go off wrestling. So, And that's a big thing in our town is what your last name is. Yeah, that's where where he's So I wanted to play point guard, and there was a couple last names ahead of me. So I went out to shooting guard where there was another last name ahead of me. So basketball was a fucking done deal. I didn't play after ninth grade. But I did get super deep into soccer and I stuck with that. And we made back to back trips to state. We were You also uh, were ranked number one and right or number two or something and lost in the first round. Uh our second year, I thought we lost. That's the way I remembered it. You're but like the number one. I've looked seed. back. Yeah, we were the number one seed, and we, uh, we won. We won the first game, and then the second game. Second or third game, we were uh, second in the state. Uh, my senior year. The, I remembered it. We went up there. We lost. We were done. But, Only soccer player with a beer gut is what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, man. But, uh... Nah, we were runner-up my freshman year. but Or my freshman, Jesus Christ. My senior year. Uh... I remember playing on the field with the stands and all that, like the big field at County Fields. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, our second year we did win a couple games and ended up second in the state. But Nice. But that took research. Thinking back on it was like, fuck, we lost who cares type of thing yeah and then all the pictures of us holding our trophy was like it, we all looked so pissed off hmm. we wanted to win it man yeah we had won like 10 straight games before that uh i mean now is like it's like it's all cool but when you're in it, when you're in the moment, it's like, don't even stand in my way. Because within the rules of the game, you might get hurt. Mm-hmm. So just let us score the goal or you can leave get run over. Yeah. yeah, you might get run over. 
Oh shit, it's getting late. Should we uh call a wrap to this bad bitch? I'm down with it, man. Right. I feel like we've successfully defended the belts again. As usual. Hell yeah. Let's uh let's go to Junkhead for the official decision. Hell yeah. Peace. Peace. And still the reigning podcast tag team champions of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, things about to